Hello, I'm Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. Oh, what are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? Uh, flying around. Flying around? Yeah. Sorting my plans? Sorting your plans? Are you? No. Good, because that'd be bad. How bad? I'd have to kill you. That's bad. Indeed. Stupid-looking watch you got there. Yes. It's a watch. It tells time, and nothing more. Yes, that's what a watch does, dumbass. Uh, we, had to, we had to try that again multiple times. Yeah, um, anyway, hello uh, and welcome to the From the Closet podcast. Today we are covering uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged Season 2. Ugh. Uh, so, obviously this episode will contain spoilers for Dragon Ball Z Abridged Season 2. Um, if you'd like to avoid them, there will be a link below to Team Four Star's channel where you can find all of the movies uh, that take place this season, all of the episodes, and the, um, I think there was one song this season, right? Um, yeah, it was the Frozen parody. Yeah, Do You Wanna Kill a Planet? Um, there was another one that I didn't put in there, it's just Nappa covering Killing in the Name of from uh, Rage Against the Machine. But There's it's a lot of Nappa in this season, despite him being dead. Yeah, well... Yeah, despite him being dead. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, so, you can join us next week for Spider-Man 2 and Agent Carter Season 2. Which is just, you know, a lot of 2s back-to-back. And then, you know what we're covering the Monday after that? Oh, what the are we Matrix, covering, Avery? The Matrix Reloaded. Hey, at least it doesn't have a 2. Yeah, no, but it is Matrix 2. <laughs> <sighs> we can never escape the Matrix. Or 2s. I'm pretty, pretty sure there's only 4 movies. I, I think we will escape the Matrix eventually. I mean, they could just make a fifth one. Yeah. I think I've heard that Resurrections was bad. Yeah, I mean, a lot of remakes are bad, but they still keep making them. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, there will also be a link below to... Um, uh, Anchor.fm, which itself will contain links to every platform that this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter, where you can be notified when we release a new episode. Um, you can also find a link below to our Patreon, where you can vote on future episodes of this show, as well as get access to episodes before they release, um, as well as access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, uh, which is about books, before those episodes release. And that podcast is exclusive to YouTube and Patreon. Uh, yeah, it feels weird not talking about Just Watch, because I know we're not doing a Just Watch link this time. No, yeah, because I'll be linking a YouTube video. Well, you His channel, actually, but yeah. Yeah. It's odd. So, um... I guess some, so, so uh, bleh, before I actually start talking about it, please get out of here if you'd like to avoid spoilers, because we're going to start talking about the show now. So I guess something to, to say here is they change the intro slightly um, somewhere mm. in the middle of the season to where they start having characters read it. And I was wondering if you picked up on something about what characters were reading the intro. Um, I picked up that um, Vegeta um, was reading it while he was injured as fuck. Yeah, so there's a key thing that happens throughout the rest of the show, and it started happening this season. Hmm. If, a if a character is reading the intro... Something majorly important happens regarding that character in this episode 
Usually death. Huh. Damn. So, like, in the episode where Zarbon dies, Zarbon's reading the intro. Um, and it's the same for Krillin, Frieza, uh, literally all of the Ginyu Force. Hmm. Vegeta. Damn, I wish I ne- didn't know that now. <laughs> I mean, Vegeta was kind of obvious um, he was going to die. I mean, he he read it like he was injured as fuck. I mean, he, he was. was. <laughs> he had a fucking hole in his chest, as he put it. I mean... Get in line. Literally everyone in this season has had a hole in their chest. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think I learned something about Dragon Ball today. And what's that? Death really does just mean nothing. I would say... Kind of, yeah. Kind of, but also not. Um, so basically, yes, but I'm oversimplifying. Yeah, like, it still takes time to, like, bring someone back, and they're gone for that whole time, usually. But, um, <laughs> but it's pretty easy to bring them back. All you need is just time. Yeah. And uh, the big issue is, like, if, they, if it's their second time dying, um, they need the Namekian, dra- uh, the Namekian Dragon Balls to bring them back. Yeah, those balls. Yeah, I remember. Um, also, just anyone can wish for immortality, and that's what this entire season was about. Yep. Also, that one guy from that one movie was trying to kill that one guy before getting to the Dragon Balls, but if he actually succeeded in killing, what was it, Piccolo? then, oh, he wouldn't have failed to use the Dragon Balls, so, like, <laughs> it, like, is that actually what happened in the movie? Yep. Huh. I'm <laughs> guessing that they didn't acknowledge that. I don't think so they did, no. <laughs> huh. As far as differences to the actual show, though, I actually... Don't really have many at all. Um, nothing I can immediately think of. Like, yeah, there's more filler. Oh, actually, there's a pretty big one. Um, huh. The frog Genyu does not die in the show. He was huh. presumed dead for a long time because, you know, Namek kind of kaboom. But... He then shows up in Dragon Ball Super. I mean, couldn't someone just revived him? I mean, if they did, we didn't know about it. Hmm. I mean, how much time between this and Dragon Ball Super? I have no idea. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so... There's also some things I do want to talk about that I think are really good ideas that they did. Um, So in particular with Raccoon, a lot of the dubs of Dragon Ball um, just make Raccoon out to be an idiot and there's nothing more to his character. Um, And um, in the original show, he's kind of like, he's meant to be a performer of some sort, like martial arts performer. So in this show, they... They just made him, like, a base, basically a wrestler. And I think that's a really good decision. I mean, yeah, we can only have one basically brain-dead character, and it's our protagonist. Oh, God, yeah. Although, you know, I, I have said, and I will say it again, like, Goku is quite a bit dumber in this show than he is in the original. He's still dumb in really? the original. Sorry, no shit. I mean, how how can you get dumber than this? We are reaching Ash Ketchum levels in Gen 
five. Ugh, please. Ugh, but, um, so, the, the movies, uh, and specials and stuff. For starters, the Frozen parody, I don't like Frozen, um, but what did you think of this parody? It's pretty good, but I, I prefer, um, what do you like to hide a body? <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's a, that's a much better par- parody. I, I will say that they are starting to use the Napa joke, um, too much, uh, actually. And thankfully... I don't know, I think, um, I did love uh, how Napa is just haunting, um, I forgot his character, you know, I just randomly forget characters' names, but Vegeta. yeah, he's haunting. Yeah, Vegeta. He's just haunting Vegeta. It's just fucking hilarious. It is funny, but I do think they overdid it. <laughs> I, I think the funniest use of it was in the Christmas Tree of Might episode, where Nappa was like, Vegeta, tonight you will be haunted by three ghosts, and they're all me. Um, also in the Christmas uh, special, Vegeta's like, this is so not canon. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is so non-canon, it hurts. Like, uh, I was previously under the impression that, like, all the movies were canon to Dragon Ball Z abridged, but then I realized, no, the movies are just canon to each other. Ah. Which is so, not, it, it's not the case in, like, original Dragon Ball Z. The movies are entirely disconnected, separate entities from everything. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And, um, so when... Well, the only movie that's questionable is really um, Dead Zone, because that's just a movie pitch that happens. I don't know, the last line usually uh, just got me for some reason. I mean, I was um, a bit skeptical on that pee joke until the end was just like, so why did you write yourself getting peed on? How much would you pay me to get me peed on? It's like, you're sold. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, and that's the reason I won't dock points for that joke, um, because they actually managed to make it funny at the end. I mean, I guess it worked for um, getting his pitch out. Yeah, it's a shame he didn't make any money on the movie. And he was as broke as he was from the beginning. Yeah. It's a shame. So, Nappa comes back in this show. Um, This doesn't happen in the original. Really? Yeah. I mean, they did have to go through some plot holes. Like, so he just doesn't get revived, or? He does not get revived, no. Um, He, in this show, he's just getting revived off of a technicality where they're like, well, technically... Vegeta worked for Frieza when he killed Nappa, so therefore Nappa can be revived. I mean, it makes sense, kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, you know another difference, and one that I actually love? Um, when <laughs> Nail and Piccolo fuse, um, in the original show, Nail does not, like, hang around inside Piccolo's mind. Uh, that, that, that led to some interesting comedy. Yeah, it does lead to some interesting comedy, but more importantly, it fucking gives Piccolo something to do. Because in a lot of scenes in the original show, he's just kind of there. There? Yeah. It's just like, why are you here? <laughs> I mean, I guess to prove that... I mean, if Piccolo's alive, then the Dragon Balls back on Earth are alive. So... Maybe that's it? 
Yeah. Um, and as a reminder, um, just speaking of the Dragon Balls back on Earth, prior to this show beginning, Krillin, Tien... Wait, no, not Tien, sorry. Krillin, Shiaotzu, and Master Roshi have all died before. Mm. And, so um, Krillin could not have gotten a revive from the original uh, Dragon Balls. Right. And I think this is important to like understand why Goku actually goes Super Saiyan here. Because he doesn't know that can that Paranga can bring back people who have already died before. He thinks Krillin's oh. gone for good. Huh. Wait, why does he care? It's Krillin. Krillin's his best friend. Huh. He needs new friends. Uh. But, I mean, God, Krillin just never does anything cool in Dragon Ball Z. Um, at all. Well. <laughs> the, he does have an interesting story arc in the next season, but that's beside the point. I, I, at least he's not Yamcha. Yeah. And, um, so I guess this is the reason why he's basically reduced to comic relief at this point. Yeah. He'll have some good moments, um, in season three, so definitely look forward to that. Uh, I really love all the uh, references to other shows um, when Vegeta is trying to explain the Genyu Force. He's like, oh, you ever watch Power Rangers? No. Beetleborgs? No. Samurai Cyber Squad? No. Ninja Turtles? No. And, wait, wait, and, wait. What was the reason, um, like, this grand old guy, I forgot his name, I was like, have you ever watched this show? No. This is why we need a plasma TV. Yeah, it was that was Batman. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then he starts doing na 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 dende, which is like the um basically the original 1966 Batman theme song. Mm. But yeah, I, um, I remember. Back on the back on Vegeta explaining the Genyu Force, the one go, the one thing Gohan has seen is tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills, which I is a real show. Yep, I can say I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I can safely say I haven't either. I also haven't seen Beetleborgs or Samurai Cyber Squad. Mm, but I kind of want to see Samurai Cyber Squad now. I'm very surprised he didn't mention Voltron. Mm, Voltron. Yeah, but, I mean, regardless. Okay, so the Genyu Force, they're great. Um, they, um, they show up, and things are wild. We get a character who can stop time, and he dies pretty quickly, because Vegeta just fucking kills him. You know, for this character that can stop time, you think he'd be a bit stronger? If I remember correctly, when he stops time, he also has to hold his breath. Huh. Oh, is he just taking a breath when is he just got epic decapitated? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Also, I find it kind of funny that uh, they um, they threw in like the dog treats thing uh, uh, with his character. Obviously, I don't think that's um, in the original. Yeah, no, of course not. And then okay. we have uh, I, I've already talked about Raccoon. Birder is an interesting one. Um, so. In another scene, we get the reveal that Birder is gay in Abridged, and mm. um, it's never specified in the original, so whatever. But that actually sticks true all the way up to Hiffle, 
which is like a completely original series that they are doing, but set in this world. Um, and huh. Hiffle is basically the hell of Dragon Ball. So, like, it takes place where, uh, like, all the villains are together in this one place, and that's what that series is about. Dragon Ball has a hell. Indeed. I mean, we saw it in season one. Yeah. And also, if you're strong enough and have, I guess, enough friends, you just won't stay dead. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's there's... funny how Vegeta comes back to life sort of as, like, a byproduct of the wish that happens um, on the Earth Dragon Balls, which we'll get to that plan in a minute, because that plan is brilliant. But, yeah, uh, Birder, we got through Birder. Jace. Jace is an interesting character. Because, uh, like, he didn't really have much of a purpose in um, original Dragon Ball Z. He was just kind of there. Um, but in this, they they make him, make him space Australian. And it's hilarious. Mm. I have to say, I do love the accent that they used. Yeah. Like, just the voice um, was perfect for a space Australian. And, you know, I don't know what happened, but I do know, like, that after they had already done, like, one episode with this character, um, like, I don't know what exactly caused the floods that happened in, like, real Brisbane, but, mm. like, there was some flooding in Brisbane, and Team Four Star was like, yeah, we should probably, like, try to help out with the relief effort. Um, and they donated a significant amount of money, and they also promoted a charity that was donating, um, it, like, that was trying to help out people in Brisbane. I, I don't know if you saw that. It was at, like, it was talked about at the end of a, of an episode. I think briefly, yeah. I briefly saw that. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then there's Genyu. Who can switch bodies. And there was a lot more that happened in the show. Uh, so in the show, after he gets turned into a frog, for one thing, he doesn't die. But then eventually, the frog comes across Bulma. Bulma creates a translator for the frog. And then, because the frog is then able to say, change now, swaps bodies with Bulma. And... They end up watching Goku and Frieza fighting at some point, and um, I don't remember how they switch back. But yeah, that's a thing that happened in the original show. He ended up huh. swapping bodies with Bulma. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they left that out. <laughs> yeah, Bulma... Bulma was kind of just there for most of... Uh, this season, there is a filler where she fights like a giant crab. Wait, and who's Bulma again? Bulma's the the girl that was on Namek the entire time. Oh yeah, she piloted the ship and everything. Worthless. The voice acting. <laughs> yeah, the voice acting gets a lot better throughout uh, this season as well, especially when you go back to season one and compare it. Oh god, and like. Thankfully, like, everyone, on top of the voice acting getting better, everyone's got better mics this time around, and thank fucking Christ, the footage is in 4x3, and not cropped 16x9. God. Like, that shit really annoyed me in, um, in season one. I hated seeing this, like, the screen cropped and, like, characters being a lot more zoomed in than they should be. I mean, I didn't particularly mind. But, um, so, another thing to, to, um, consider, like, the, uh, 
the whole setup here with like um with nail and uh piccolo fusing there is another aspect of it that is different from the original show and in the original show i don't believe it was ever mentioned as being forbidden really yeah it's just a thing that happens also, I just love that nail, nail. Yeah, Guru is fucking hilarious. There's also uh, that one moment um, in the Lord Slug movie where he's where Guru's like, "Do you have a servant? I do. His name is Nail. He's kind of a tool." Yeah. And then, of course, we have, um, what was it, Little Green. Yeah, uh, Dende. God, I... Yeah, Little Green. What, are you Krillin now? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> hey, we should call ourselves Teams 2 Star now. I also love the, um, like, that... Like, by the time the series ended, they realized that the Team 3-star joke was just not funny at all. So they made fun of themselves in the Kaya Bridge and were, and had Vegeta be like, That's not funny. It's never been funny. It's never going to be funny. I thought, um, literally, uh, Krillin was like, God, I hate that name. Yeah, like, there was also that, too. Um, but, yeah, like, the thing about this specific line from Vegeta, um, there is a comic, uh, a Sonic comic, that has this exact same dialogue. Huh. And the writer for this comic was asked if it was a Dragon Ball Z abridged reference, and he said yes, it was. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, that's not something I would have expected. <laughs> yeah. I also, um, oh god. You remember, uh, so other references. I, I remember a while back, um, w the two of us were having a conversation about, like, you being psychic and I had made the comment that you uh, that you were starting to remind me of the psychics from Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can see the future. <laughs> God, hey. like yeah, like that shit. That shit was so funny. Um. Bardock, father of Goku, was a fantastic, um, a, an absolutely fantastic episode, with the exception of the one slur that is in there. Also, we have, we also have neglected to talk about the fake, um, uh, planet. Is there really just, much to say about fake planet Namek? Yeah, fake, uh, I just love how there's a big uh, sign that says uh, fake Namek planet or something like that. But the fake was just not lit up. It's like, oh yeah, let's go there. Yeah, it, it's uh... <laughs> that, that, it's just wild. And um, that whole thing ended up being a dream, apparently, from Krillin. But wait, no, actually, it was a dream from the editor. And even that's questionable, because then Popo appears on the monitor. Well, I mean, Popo has always appeared on the monitor. Popo is a monitor. <laughs> yeah. I also love that, um... This speaking of Popo, this, this season fixes a plot hole that was in the original show... Um, and it's with Popo's carpet. And, um, like, 
there's the question of, if his carpet is so fast, why didn't Goku use it to get to the battle against the Saiyans? And yeah. it's because Popo was busy making toast. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Popo is just making toast. What do you want from him? But yeah, uh, it, Popo is hilarious. Also, Jinx exists. So there's that. <laughs> uh, also, another a couple of other things. Um, trying to think. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we briefly touched on the Lord Slug movie. Um, so, I don't know. The, the Lord Slug movie is kind of weird to me. Why is that? Because, um, okay, so, you know how Piccolo and Kami's souls work? Like, if you kill one, they both die. Correct. Uh, I see where you're going. Yeah. If you kill Lord Slug, Goru should die. Um, but granted, this is why, this is part of the reason why the movies can't be canon. I guess, yeah. Um, and then, like, also in this movie, there's a reference to Turles, who was a villain, who was the villain in Christmas Tree of Might, uh, which that episode just, um... This is so not canon, it hurts. That episode was, uh, that movie was a lot. It was... I also love that the movies keep bringing back the fact that, like, Namekians can, like, stretch their arms, uh, like, kind of similar to, like, Elastigirl or Mr. Fantastic, and they just keep on not doing it in the show. Namely because the writers of the show, and really the manga in general, kind of just forgets about that ability a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Also, while we're on a lot of this topic, I do want to mention shit. Uh, I knew I was going to mention um. You were going to mention something. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention something. Absolutely. So maybe you should mention something before I remember um what I mentioned. What I was going to mention. Well, I guess I'll continue with the the thread that I was pulling earlier, the writer of Dragon Ball tends to forget a lot of stuff, actually. Like, um, Hmm. there's a character from the original Dragon Ball series named Launch, and from what I understand, she's supposed to be Tien's love interest. And, um, when it came time to write Dragon Ball Z, he just completely forgot she existed, and she just never shows up again. (laughs) Eh, lol. There's actually a joke about it this season. Um, I think. I could be wrong, actually. I think it could be somewhere else. There's also uh, something this season. Um, We start seeing the development of Gohan um, and, like, his issues concerning Goku. Because, uh, like, namely, the fact that Goku is a terrible father. And a questionable person overall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his, his entire drive is just, I want to fight some people. Mm. And, Interesting. Like, the the whole thing with Goku is, like, Yeah, like, let's let Vegeta go, because he said he's sorry. Never mind that he and his friend came down here and killed, like, half our friends. Um, Let's let Frieza power up to 100%, uh, so we can teach him humility. Although in this show, it's more more that Frieza promised him two stuffed crust pizzas. And, Although, you know, like, I, I looked at those pizzas that he was throwing. 
they weren't even stuffed crust. <laughs> yeah. I'm disappointed, honestly. Fucking false advertising. God. I want That's a it. stuffed crust pizza. You can eat it in reverse. <laughs> I just love, I love how he's like, one pizza, no, two pizzas. Get out of here, stuffed crust. I'm listening. Yeah. Um, I also, like, really appreciate another thing, too. It's like, for a brief moment in this season, Piccolo is the strongest of our heroes. Oh, wait, I just remembered uh, one of the th what I was going to say earlier. What's that? I just love how Vegeta is just, like, constantly referencing one thing, and he even pulls out a book to someone to have him read it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what Vegeta's referencing is something called the Zenkai boost, um, where basically if a Saiyan is beat, like, if the Saiyan is beaten up to the point where they nearly die, but they survive, their power level increases drastically. Why do I feel like um, there's a song, um, there's a certain song um, getting referenced to, if you don't know what I'm thinking about, is how. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're thinking about, but like, it's this thing that kind of ends up leaving all the other Dragon Ball characters in the dust, and it's really just the Saiyans that kind of take over from here. There will be there will be some brief moments where like other characters do some really badass things. Piccolo is still gonna have some moments. Tien is going to have a fantastic moment next season. Um and unfortunately in the Dragon Ball franchise, it is the last cool thing he ever did. Damn. But damn, he deserves respect for it. What, did he die, or just become cringe? No. But, yeah, uh, the Saiyans kind of take over from here because of the Zenkai boost. And if you really, like, look through the season and, and, and this show overall, you can really see it. Like, Vegeta gets the shit kicked out of him on Earth, and that's what enables him to defeat Kui and Dodoria. And then he gets the shit kicked out of him by Zarbon, and then bounces back and is able to kill him. Oh, and let's not forget that he convinces Krillin to almost kill him as well. And then he's able to take convincing. on. Yeah. And then, like, he's able to kind of stall Final Form Frieza for a while. And then he just effing dies. But hey, yeah. at least um, he got revived because of a technicality and a Dragon Ball wish. Yeah, well, so we'll talk about that. Just no one uh, wanted him around when they made it. Yeah, uh, so Goku has also benefited from the Zenkai boost in this show so far. Because, alright, for starters, he trained, he died, um, and I don't think that counts, but then, like, he goes to train with King Kai, uh, so that when he comes back to Earth, he's stronger. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, I believe the Zenkai boost does apply in the Goku versus Vegeta fight. Mm. I believe it does. And then, on top of that, Goku then trains at 100 times normal gravity, on his way to Namek. Um, just because he could, I guess. Yeah, and that makes him significantly stronger. Um, and he's able to basically mop the floor with the Genyu Force until he gets the shit kicked out of him by Vegeta. Fucking Vegeta, man. Yeah, like, Vegeta kicks the shit out of Goku's body... But it's Ginyu at that point in time. It's weird. Um, oh, right. Yeah, his, his, the body got swapped. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so the Zen Kaibus then applies here, and this is why he's able to take on Frieza in his final form for quite a significant amount of time, but he's clearly not going to win um, at like his current power level. So we have to talk about the Super Saiyan prophecy and how actually it's really well handled uh, in this season, at least. <laughs> they kind of... They kind of go overboard with it later, but, like, supposedly it's supposed to only happen once every 1,000 years. And we have Vegeta referencing it as early as the Ginyu Force. Um, and there are several moments where, like, Vegeta gets stronger and stronger and stronger, and he thinks, oh, I'm a Super Saiyan at this point. And we still don't actually see what a Super Saiyan is. No, but Reese is getting uh, tired of it. Oh yeah, Frieza's getting tired of it. And then, like, Goku shows up, and he's clearly stronger than Vegeta at this point. And Vegeta's like, he's a super saiyan. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, Frieza's like, no, no, enough. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, so the whole thing about a super saiyan is that in order to become a super saiyan, you have to be pure of heart, and awakened by fury. Hmm. Does Goku even have fury in this uh, Bruce season? I mean, yeah. Uh, Krillin's death sent him into a mad fury. <laughs> really? Because he looked just the same as he normally was. I wouldn't say that, no. Um, he looked very angry. Literally would stop the fight. He would stop the fight for Taco Bell. Actually, no, wasn't he thinking about Denny's the entire fight? No, that was during it. He was talking about Denny's during the fight with the Genyu Force. Oh, right. Still, he would have, um... He would totally have just stop for effing Taco Bell um, in the middle of the fight if there was a Taco Bell. Yeah, but, like, it it's a sort of element where his anger slowly wanes. Um, like, clearly he's very angry immediately after Krillin dies, and for a decent chunk of, like, a decent bit after that. But then it just kind of slowly fizzles out, but he's still a Super Saiyan. Like, he, like, his fury was enough. Like, it made him Super Saiyan in that moment. Hmm. And of course, um, Vegeta is fooling himself if he thinks he's pure of heart. <laughs> There's actually going to be a joke about that next season. Really? Yeah. And it's hilarious. But yeah, um, so let's talk about the plan to bring everybody back. So the first step is um, bring Piccolo back to life. Uh, because that would bring Kami back to life, and um, that would bring back the Earth's Dragon Balls, which are capable of bringing back multiple people at once. However, they, you only get one wish on those Dragon Balls, and uh, you cannot bring back someone who has already died before with those Dragon Balls. So the wish they make on... the the wish they make on the Earth's Dragon Balls is to basically bring back everybody who was killed by Frieza and his men. And I believe in the original show, there's actually uh, something about it where it's like, it only works for like the past year. Huh. Yeah, there's something weird like that. Um... And then, because Frieza kind of accelerated Guru's death, um, like, he died sooner than he would have, that brings Guru back. And that also means Paranga is brought back, and there's one more wish left on Paranga, which Dende then uses to transport everyone who is on Namek, with the exception of Goku and Frieza, to Earth. 
in the original, he knew the plan the entire time. Huh. And and here? In here, like, he, he literally says, I just wanted to screw over Frieza. Yeah. They, they kind of so, just play, play it off as a joke here. No, of course, Frieza could never have gotten his wish to be immortal, right? No, he couldn't, because the dragon couldn't speak uh, English. So just everything he was saying to that dragon was just like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then there's this funny moment. In the Kaya Bridged, when the dragon actually speaks, um, it's literally just, fuck you, I'm a dragon, backwards. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that that's just perfect. Yeah, it, it, it's brilliant. Um, so, that plan in general is just fantastic. And Kaya Bridged is also fantastic for what it's worth. Uh, wow, they actually used um, their brains for once. Mostly, King Kai was using his brain. So, what the hell was that ending, though? Goku's alive, but doesn't want to be brought back to Earth. Yeah, um, he's kind of busy at the moment. Doing what? You'll find out in Season 3. But, um, Was he ordering uh, pizza with uh, stuffed crust this time? Maybe. Or what but, was his favorite food? Double Baconator, I think it was? Yeah. <laughs> but, actually, um, I so, love that moment. When he's, um, he was like, no, this is, uh, this is Goku. See, what is his favorite food? I don't know. I've already said. I'm just gonna say salad. See, double bacon. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I guess before we wrap this up, I I do want to talk about some of the reasons I will be docking points. I'm not gonna dock points for Wilhelm screams in this season because they made fun of it, and if you make fun of it, I'm okay with it. However, I will be talking... You know what? Let's go with four points for the use of slurs. Because hmm. um, I really just Why don't like hearing four? slurs in general. There's, um, there's a slur that's used against lesbians. There is a slur used against gay people. There is a slur used against disabled people. I think that one's used like twice. Mm. And, and they have said that they regret using these and um, I, I don't think there are any slurs used in season 3 at all I can't recall any and I've watched a number of reactions to season 3 um, I mean reactions would probably leave them out probably Nah, usually I see the entire episode in the re in these reactions. Mm. Anyway. But yeah, um, I think that yeah. just about covers everything. I think this show is funny overall. Um, and I think at this point, it's starting to become a... Like, it's starting to become less a parody and more a parody mixed with a retelling. Whereas in season one, it felt like it's just them making jokes and not really retelling the story much at all. Well, I mean, that kind of is what, like, I would find a, um... God damn, I forgot what the word was. Abridged, um... Is. Well, see, the thing is, like, season three will actually have, like will actually be more retelling. Um, like, there are actual, like, heavy emotional moments in Season 3. Which is weird, because they tell you to go watch the original series. Yeah. 
But some of the stuff that they do in season three is drastically different from what the original series did. Not in a way that's disrespectful, uh, actually in ways that make the show better. A lot of people argue that um, Abridged Season 3, the way they tell that story is way better than um, either Z or Z Kai did it. Hmm. Well, um, this has gone on long enough, especially for a Dragon Ball Z Abridged episode. We have... No um, critic readings now or ever. So I guess it's just... um, What the... Okay, I guess I'll check that text message after I tell you my reading then. Unless if you have something to say. Not really. Although we might have critic readings uh, in Season 3. I don't know. I mean, is Season 3 the last? Yeah. I mean, it's a YouTube series. If it has critic ratings, what does this world come to? But, um, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's funny. I laughed. The end of the day is just okay. You have quotable moments, but that's really all I find about it. So, I really can only find find it in my heart to get it somewhere around like seven seven point um, three. See, um, the funny thing is we're really close again because um, I was going to give this um, a seven point eight, and because of the slurs used, I'm docking it down to a seven point four. Mm, don't you just love spam text? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we quite get to um, the point of, like, 8's level um, until Season 3. Mm. And I don't think it ever goes up to 9's, in my opinion. But anyway, um, you guys can join us next week for Spider-Man 2 and Agent Carter Season 2. Um, and then the Monday after that for The Matrix Reloaded. But until next time, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and we will see you on this thing that we're doing. <laughs>